Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 248 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. A few weeks ago in episode 246, I mentioned a step of the recruiting process that student athletes need to write down a whole page of personal attributes. This episode will cover why you need to do this step, the how you need to do this, and what do you do with the list of attributes once you've written them down. A definition of an attribute from Oxford Dictionary is a quality or a feature regarded as a characteristic or inherent part of someone or something. I am going to use a little creative leeway and equate attributes and achievements as we talk through this pathway of the recruiting road. If you go back and listen to older Athletic Scholarship podcasts, you will find out that we talk a lot about bragging or selling yourself to college coaches. This is an awkward part of recruiting, but when it is done in an honest and thoughtful way, it is a powerful part of the process. If this is your first time listening to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, or if you are a regular listener, I would like to ask a favor of you. Please give the Athletic Scholarship Podcast a five-star rating, and also write a review. Those are items that help in our ratings. The most important favor is that you share this podcast with other student-athletes and families. Whether you use the Purple Apple Podcast app, the Colorful Stitcher app, the Green Spotify app, or the other colorful Google Podcast app, you can subscribe and automatically get each new episode every Tuesday. So let's get into this week's episode, the subject of attributes. My family owned and operated a Chevrolet dealership for over 30 years, and we competed against many other Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge, Nissan, Toyota, and GMC dealerships throughout the years. One of my jobs was marketing and advertising to help bring customers to our showroom, to buy a car, or to our service department to get a repair or an oil change. As I worked with the newspapers, the radio stations, the website designers, and the TV stations, I had to come up with reasons a customer should come and buy a vehicle from us, and not some other dealership. Our dealership tagline was, where you'd send a friend. So we, our managers and advertising advisors, came up with a list of reasons to do business at Dennis Hanks Chevrolet, where you'd send a friend. Every dealership advertises low prices, a great selection, and more low prices. Just like recruiting, everyone in your business has the same items to talk about. So we had to come up with unique reasons a customer should choose us. We highlighted a low-pressure buying experience, friendly salespeople, and a family-owned local business that will take care of you during and after the sale. Now, when we wrote and made newspaper, radio, and TV ads, we didn't try to put all our attributes into one advertisement. We took one attribute and expanded it into one ad. Then we took another attribute and made it into another ad, and so on. By highlighting just one item per advertisement, we could let the customer see or hear just one reason to do business with us and not get overwhelmed by multiple ideas bombarding them in a 30-second ad. The one attribute was expanded and let the customer know how important that attribute was in buying a newer used vehicle. We could spread out the ads and broadcast them many times to get top-of-mind awareness. I mentioned top-of-mind awareness in episode 246. 
So what does all this have to do with recruiting? Well, as a student-athlete starts to get college coaches' attention by sending introductory emails, a player profile, and a recruiting questionnaire, and sports-specific videos, then the student-athlete needs to keep him or herself in front of the coach. Some of the student-athlete's attributes are used in the introductory emails, and the rest are used in update emails, text, or phone calls with and to college coaches. Spreading out a student-athlete's attributes into a simple one- or two-line update will keep the top-of-mind awareness with the college you are interested in. Let's go back to the how of this attribute step of the recruiting process. The how is pretty easy once you get started, but starting or sitting down to do the how part is sometimes a stumbling point. Simply take some time to sit down with a piece of paper, a computer screen, or notes on your phone to list your attributes. Attributes are stuff like a student-athlete's GPA, class rank, ACT or SAT scores, extracurricular groups or clubs. Then, the student-athlete's size, strength, speed, academic or athletic awards like National Honor Society or All-Conference or All-State, All-State Academic are all examples of attributes to list. Events outside of school events like volunteer events, Rotary or Kiwanis Honors, or even a new job or church leadership event. List team accomplishments like conference champs or tournament champs to show that you care about the team and you care about how your team does. High school games and off-season games that you execute well in are great updates to list and to send to a coach. This episode has covered why you need to list attributes to send in updates to coaches. The why was to keep top-of-mind awareness to a program and to make you stand out to that program. You need to separate yourself from other recruits by saying more than, I'm a hard worker and I'd really like to play for you. That's what everybody else is saying. How many other student-athletes can do what you do? Whether you're 6'1 or you're 6'5, there's someone else out there like you. Whether you won the high school state golf tournament, there's someone else out there like you. Whether you scored a 25 or a 32 on the ACT, there's someone else out there like you. The guy or the girl that is like you maybe isn't writing down all the positives and letting a coach know those attributes. Stacking your attributes and getting them to the coaches, that is the meat of this podcast. Let's continue and get down to what to do with those attributes. The how was covered by telling you to sit down and take the time to write down your attributes. You will add to the list as new accolades are earned as you complete high school. Most awards, like all-conference and all-district, are earned in your junior and senior years. Now, what do you do with these attributes? You send a short one-to-two-sentence or small-paragraph email or text to your list of college coaches that you have been communicating with. An example is, Hello, Coach Wright. I just wanted to let you know that the coaches in my high school conference have voted me a preseason first-team offensive lineman for my senior year. I am looking forward to a great season for me and my team, and I am honored and thankful to be voted first-team. Or, hello, Coach Wright. Here is my newest score on the ACT test. I just scored a 26, raising my score from a 24 from the first time I took the ACT. Now, when you send an update, you send it to the head coach and the assistant coach, the position coach or coaches, and the recruiting coordinator if the school has one. Also, make sure that your personal contact information is at the bottom of each email. Remember to do research on your schools on your school list. Recruit Me suggests you start with 20 to 30 schools of all levels and then get up to 40 or 50 schools on your list. 
Listen to episode 235 on three ways to dig into recruiting research. These quick update emails or texts are effective, but you must make sure not to rush through them by having spelling or grammar mistakes. You must also slow down and make sure that you have the coach's names correct and the school's name or mascot correct if you have individualized the update in that manner. Also, keep track of your contacts on your communication chart. Take the time to record the contact and the coach's return contact in your chart. Or, if you have the Athletic Scholarship 24-month recruiting planner and journal, you can record them in that book. Go to recruit-me.com backslash tools to get more information on this book. You can purchase the planner and journal for $19.99 by emailing me at brent at recruit-me.com. In both the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System and the book, The Athletic Scholarship Playbook, written by John Fugler, the founder and former owner of Recruit Me, there are chapters about keeping a coach's interest. Both sources state that just because you have had contact with a college coach, that doesn't mean they will stay interested. From the Athletic Scholarship Playbook, it says, quote, If you don't continue the conversation, they, the coaches, will move on to other recruits and you'll get lost or forgotten. How sad, since you've put in so much time and effort to get the college coach's attention, unquote. Also, the playbook shows you an equation. Talent plus interest equals a prime recruit. These resources also emphasize to send an update after every season. So not only does the student-athlete need to send emails and texts with their personal and team attributes, but also send a longer seasonal update. An update after your high school season and an update after your club season. The after-season update is a little longer, maybe a page. At the top, have your name city, and state, and have a heading like Highlights for Junior High School Season. Have your current GPA, any academic honors, athletic highlights, athletic awards and achievements, stats from that season, immediate future plans, and a special season moment. Then at the bottom have your address, phone number, email, Twitter, and YouTube. So, listing and updating your attributes throughout the recruiting process is essential. You will not only use them in the introductory email, your seasonal updates, your one or two line updates, but you will use them in texts, phone calls, and personal face-to-face visits. Remember, official and unofficial visits and the dead period for recruiting is starting to open up. Check out episodes 225 and 226 about official and unofficial visits. Also, listen to episode 218 about definitions of recruiting. Another major reason for listing attributes is so that you know yourself, so you feel more comfortable talking and bragging about yourself. Again, selling or bragging is hard. It is awkward. But honest attributes are not brash. They're just true and most effective. Also, you can physically see by writing down and listing all the positive reasons a coach would pick you. Last week, I skipped the advice from the Recruit Me families because the interview episode was 30 minutes long. So here are two helpful pieces of advice that are found in the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. Scott wrote in saying, You have to do work yourself. The thought is that your club coach or high school coach will help promote you to schools that you want to attend. Not always true. If that school doesn't fit his expectations of where you fit in or where they want you to go, They may not be providing your schools with the type of feedback you want them to hear. I've seen it firsthand. You, player and parents, select what's best for you. You have to do the work. 
Don't leave it up to the coaches. And Jeff said this about keeping coaches up to date. We had informed the coaches of where her club team was playing and when the high school season started with the schedules of both. After playing in some of the showcase tournaments, we started to get feedback from some coaches. We had broken down our selections into five Division I, five Division II, five Division Three teams. We got feedback from three Division Ones, four Division Twos, and five Division Three teams. Most of these contacts from coaches were from a result of us writing them and letting them know where she would play and keeping that line of communication open. You can find all of this advice and more in the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system for more information. I have an end of school special on the Recruit Me 3.0 system for only $99, and you get a comprehensive step-by-step system to help you get that position on a college team and a scholarship. Again, go to recruit-me.com backslash system and click on the Get Access button to get the system downloaded to you and get started today. Thank you for listening to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Please contact me at brent at recruit-me.com if you have any questions or would like me to cover a specific sport or an area of the recruiting process. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. In an interview on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, Coach Barry Henson, a 40-year high school and college basketball coach, tells recruits and parents how important it is to get help guiding them through the recruiting process. You have to make sure that you have somebody that is helping you through the process, whether it be your high school coach, someone in AAU, someone, a counselor that understands or that's been in Division I athletics or people like you that are providing a podcast to where they can learn these things in order to help their sons and daughters later on. Go to recruit-me.com backslash podcast or find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app and subscribe to get 15 minutes of valuable recruiting education weekly. A new episode is there to help you navigate the recruiting journey every Tuesday. So subscribe now.